So I was outside at work earlier, and I heard a fight. The a little, place, little the place next to us, is renovating. Yep. Uh, and it is basically this is a gym across the street from my work, and it's moving to the place next to us because there's more room. But it's got to renovate the whole place. Okay, whatever. So I was just kind of outside doing my thing, and uh, the. I literally opened up the hatchback on one of our vehicles and I was just sitting there. And I'm like, it's the end of the day. I'm fucking tired. I'm going to sit outside for a bit. And suddenly I hear just yelling. And all I could make out was I've heard the N word more times today than I ever have in my fucking life. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what's happening down there, but there's no way in hell I'm not getting my coworkers to come watch. <laughs> <laughs> so I got uh, one of the drivers inside and the boss was over by. I was like, Bob, want to see a fight? And like, we just heard them yell at each other and everyone stormed off and walked away. But I realized at that moment, I'm an instigator at heart. Yeah, just a bit. Because I was just like, ah, should I... Should I say something? Should I keep my nose out of their business? Or should I get a fucking audience? Should we sell tickets to this bitch? I would have if I could have. It, <laughs> I was, it was just like, you never get to see a fight like that usually. They're behind closed doors, but like, especially in something with like a lot of construction like that and a lot of renovation by people who may not be the most skilled at it. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the tempers flare a little bit. But that was fun to watch. Yeah, no, it definitely sounds it. Um, and I don't know why they were yelling about that, uh, nor do I want to. Uh, but um, all I'm saying is I work right next door. It's all white, guys. <laughs> so that probably explains that guy's anger. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and I don't blame him personally. But so, yeah, no, they were they were... They were all white guys, so that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Welcome to my life. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Well, that's one of the classiest things I've seen in days. Yeah. Uh, well, that was a fun opening. <laughs> yes. Welcome to Navi Tales. Welcome. Um, this is a creeping on people that work next door to my work podcast. <laughs> yes. I'm Josh. I am Nick. And, and instead if you of, work next door to us, if you work next door to us, you could be featured on this you podcast. You should stop saying the N word so much. <laughs> I <laughs> now we're a video game lore podcast. Uh, this week we are continuing our March Metal Month. Although I don't think this is releasing in March. No, I think it's technically when this is released. It's technically the first week of April, but we're recording it in March. Nobody asked you. Yeah, we're recording it in March, and... Uh, it counts. It counts. So, there. So, this is the last week of March Metal Month. Insert rift here. The March Metal theme insert. Um, which uh, theme brought to us by... The Mighty Fall. The shout Mighty Fall. to them. Uh, Shoutouts to them. Uh, a local band to Rhode Island and friends of the show. Uh, we stole their riff. <laughs> <laughs> they let us. They let us. But, so, yeah. Yeah, so uh, shout out to them if you're interested in uh, metal music. What are they? Metal core? Metal. Good. Metal yell, metal yell at me. Yeah, metal yell at me. Uh, check them out. They definitely. I saw, 
They have videos on YouTube and stuff. So I was going through the the podcast subreddit and somebody asked what are it was like something along the lines of podcasts that yell at me. And then the, des- <laughs> the description was, I grew up listening to metal music, so I'm used to it. And I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. That's fucking awesome. Uh, I wanted to, I, I almost suggested us just for you. <laughs> I'll yell at you, daddy. <laughs> I, um, but this week on March Metal Month, we are going to end by talking about what little lore I could scrape up for Guitar Hero. Yeah. Uh, most of it comes from Warriors of Rock because it's the closest we have to a story mode. Um, and a lot of it comes from the instruction manual of the original Guitar Hero game, which is just like, that's a deep cut. Anyway, um, (laughs) we're whipping out the, the manuals that don't exist anymore. Yeah. So awesome. Uh, we're gonna start with start with Johnny Napalm. First off, can we just talk about the name for a moment? Yeah. Um, are you familiar with the Guitar Hero characters? Uh, pretty familiar. Okay. I was gonna play a guessing game, but I don't think I need to if you know them all. Yeah, I'd probably like if I could probably picture them. I don't know if I could connect faces to names, but I I have seen them all fairly regularly at one point in my life. So let's let's talk about Johnny Napalm. Uh guitar god. But it wasn't always that way. Before his nineteenth birthday, he'd already had several brushes with the law and served jail time. His social workers labeled him a lost cause, noting several times that he doesn't play well with others. If only they could see him play now. Inspired by the punk movement of the late seventies London, Johnny found a guitar, changed his name, and grabbed his destiny. Without a single lesson, his awesome talent and raw sound have earned him guitar god status. His latest album, Hair Shirt, burns the eardrums just right. <laughs> just right. Uh, we wish we could supply you with a quote from Johnny, but he never sits still for an interview. Uh, so I did a couple things in this. Um, that, that was the end of the, the bass thing. Uh, I did a bass kind of uh, lore. Uh, I then decided to talk about what musicians they were based on. Right. Uh, and then I talked about what they looked like in Warriors of Rock. And then I gave their set list from Warriors of Rock. I thought it was more fun this way. No, yeah, it definitely is. So, um, he's similar to Sex Pistols bassist Sid Vicious and Mannerisms, though his standard look resembles Travis Barker from Blink-182, whose hair is fashioned with a spiked mohawk. He is also inspired by Johnny Ramone from The Ramones, Lars Fredrickson from Rancid, and Supla. Uh, his warrior form gives him the appearance of a blue hobgoblin. He has spikes on his forearm and biceps. He has a leather-studded vest and tight black jeans. His mohawk is made of steel spikes, and he has glowing red eyes. And he has two spikes coming out of his ears. He also has a lock collar on his neck, and he has claws like fucking Wolverine. Because why not? Because metal music. Because metal. Um, so his songs in Warriors of Rock are What Do I Get by Buzzcocks. We're Not Gonna Take It by Twisted Sister. Cherry Bomb by The Runaways. I love that fucking song. Yeah. Self-Esteem by The Offspring. Motivation by Sum 41. Reignition by Bad Brains. The live version. Black Rain by Soundgarden. And the fucking theme from Spider-Man by The Ramones, which is his encore song. Which is just fantastic. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, so next we have Echo Tesla. So uh, alone with her creations, she reveals in giving them life. Revels. Revels. That is right. <laughs> you want to know why I said reveals? Because I went through this before and it was, the revels was spelled wrong. Oh. And then I was like, oh, it must be reveals. And then I read the sentence and I was like, no, it's actually revels. The, the autocorrect corrected it right. So that's why I got confused with reveals because I was thinking from before. Got you. Rewind. Do it again. Take two. Action. Speed marker. Speed marker. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're doing. The, you know, one of those. They actually say that. I've been on a film set. They say those things. What, is they, what do they mean? I always just saw them in it like. Be, it's, it's for my brother. It's like things that are for my brother. Okay. Like it's not to anyone else but the editor. Okay. Let's talk about this for a minute. My brother is in school for film editing. Uh, and he is a very, very talented film editor, uh, just on a natural basis. And now that he's honed his skills more, he's gotten a lot significantly better to the point where he is winning amateur awards, which I think is incredible. And I could not be prouder of him. Yeah, that's fucking dope. He just won a weird, he, uh, had to direct a short film mm-hmm. for something and he won an award for it. He goes, I'm not a fucking director. <laughs> I don't know why I won this. So, um, why are you giving me this? Yeah, he, my brother is a, a very talented film editor. He uh, went to school in LA for a semester just to study there, and that's how I ended up on a film set. It was his film set. They have they he filmed a legit film in ho- Hollywood uh, on a legit film set. It was really cool. I ended up uh, my entire family was up there to visit him on the weekend they were filming one of the weekends they were filming and uh we ended up as extras in the film it, it was a really fun experience oh that's so they really say that shit though hmm. i was just like huh so i asked him like between takes i was like the fuck's that for he goes it's for me <laughs> it's i know what that means and that's all that matters yeah so yeah he uh he normally as an editor he wouldn't be on set but he was also their script supervisor which uh, is there to kind of make sure continuity is there and so that they can take notes for the editor. So he was taking his own notes. <laughs> taking, um, taking notes for myself. So, yeah, anyway, real quick fact, that actually happens. I mean, yeah, you just see in the fucking, you watch, like, DVDs or bloopers, outtakes, deleted scenes, and they always start with that. Yeah, and, and it's, like, a joke, but, like, it's legitimately helpful, apparently. Yeah. So is having dual monitors, which my brother is obsessed with. Dual monitors. He just needs his dual monitors. Dual monitors. It's fucking awesome. Anyway, uh, that's the fun <clears throat> fact of the week. I'm someday going to know someone who makes films because I'm convinced that kid's going to make it. Um, yeah, I'm sure he will. Yeah, he's so good at what he does. And then I'm going to be in a movie. Navi Tales podcast in a movie. Navi- we're going to record a podcast in the movie. <laughs> oh my God. It's going to be like. What is it going to be? Tusk? Yeah. Because in Tusk, the main character is a podcaster. Yeah, because then they make that, then they come up with the idea for that while on a podcast. Yeah, the entire concept for Tusk was made on one episode of Smodcast. Ah, God, I haven't listened to a Kevin Smith podcast in forever. Uh, yeah, neither have I. They're so, they, I bet you they're still great. I mean, it's Kevin Smith. It's just one of those people that you can just literally listen to talk about anything, and you just be like, yeah, I'm okay with this. I like, bet if I listen to his podcast, like, for the last three weeks, he'll be talking about his heart attack. Probably. But I'm sure that he has interesting stories with that. And and because we're already on a tangent, fuck it. Did you see the hockey jersey that the uh, the Supergirl the Supergirl cat or the Supergirl 
He, the, writers the, gave him the storyboarder. I yeah, think it the was storyboarders. The storyboarders. Because for... he's he's done a couple episodes of Supergirl. They gave him a hockey jersey that had that's in the the shape of the Superman uh, emblem, but it's open, and inside is a bunch of machines and then a heart. It's just like that's cool of them to do. Yeah, yeah, they seem really dope. Yeah, and they seem like really cool with Kevin Smith. Look, Kevin Smith has made well, some real shit movies. He's directed a bunch of episodes now. Yeah, for multiple shows. Or yeah. first Supergirl and Flash. Look, Kevin Smith's made some real shit movies in his time, but you can't deny the charm of the guy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, Yoga Hosers, not that good. I liked it. I actually haven't seen that. But it wasn't that good. I haven't seen that. I meant to when it was, like, coming out. I actually liked Tusk a lot, too. But, I mean, Clerks will always be near and dear to me. So, anyways. <clears throat> so, next we have Echo Tesla. Um... Alone with her creations, she revels in giving them life. Her uh, stagecraft dazzles the eye, but but is there substance behind the spark? Echo feels worthy to join the quest. Let her prove herself and become transformed. Echo Tesla was inspired by Eric Carr, uh, ex-Kiss drummer, Amy Lee, the Evanescence singer, Carly Smithson, uh, we, are, we Are the Fallen singer, Taraj. Tarya. Tarya. Tarya Tarunin. Tarya Tarunin. It's which Norwegian. Ex-Night... Yeah, Nightwish singer. <laughs> um, and by Marilyn Manson. Uh, her surname, Tesla, was clearly inspired by the scientist Tesla. Uh, she transformed into a, freak, uh, a Frankenstein cyborg, giving her metallic blue skin, electrodes all over her body. Uh, her pants are ripped halfway. And she now has a mask of sorts with six electronic eyes. She has two chains that act as ponytails. Uh, she also has a scar on her face and has robotic, robotic metal feet. And part of her arms are made of metal too. Uh, her songs in Warrior of Rock are Bleeded Out from, by Linkin Park, Tick Tick Boom by The Hives, Get Free by The Vines, Machine Head by Bush, I Know What I Am by Band of Skulls, Again by Flyleaf, Lasso by Phoenix, Slow Hands by Interpool, Wish by Nine Inch Nails, and her encore song is Uprising by Muse. Which is great. And I also like how she's kind of the synth metal aspect of it all. Like that weird kind of new metal synth metal kind of thing. Yeah. So like she's got like Nine Inch Nails on it and stuff. Uh, I don't know. I've, so I'm not super familiar with it, but her set list is fucking great. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Uh, so I was down. Um, next we got Judy Nails. Uh, so Judy Nails, rock goddess. Born Judith Ann Taylor, she earned her nickname at the age of seven in a nail gun incident. It was a formative experience in unconventional behavior. Her parents tried to push a variety of acceptable pursuits, but by 12, it was obvious Judy had only one love. Rock and roll. The alternative rock scene was her inspiration and salvation. She took her guitar, the cash from her mother's purse, and formed the Nail Gunners. Uh, Judy is known for her experiments with non-standard tunings and jaw-dropping solos. In a recent courtroom appearance, Judy defended herself against charges that she struck a reporter saying, He had asked about my hair and clothes and not once about my music. The charges were eventually dropped. So... Judy Nails is the shit, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Uh, she appears to be inspired by Mickey Bereni from Lush. 
Although other sources indicate that she may be based on Judita Wingle of Halo Friendlies and Scout of Saints. Uh, Sebastian, who's... Or Scouts of Saint Sebastian, whose song In Love is featured in Guitar Hero 3, Legends of Rock. In a warrior form, she has the appearance of a demon. Her feet have been replaced with goat hooves. Her pupils have disappeared, making her eyes white. She wears black eyeshadow and blood red lipstick. And she has a bat wing. Like one? Look, I gotta be honest. I haven't looked up pictures. Um, But like, if she's got one bat wing, is she like Sephiroth? <laughs> you Sephiroth over here? Uh... Do, ho, 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 ho. No, I, uh... I bet you it's two. Yeah, I think it's two. They're not cool enough to do the one-winged angel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Her songs and warriors of rock are Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen, Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes, Fascinating Street by The Cure, Losing My Religion by R.E.M., Tones of Home by Blind Melon, No Way Back by the Foo Fighters, Graduate by Third Eye Blind. I fucking hate Third Eye Blind. Can we talk about this for a minute? We're going to stop and wait. Pause. We'll come back. Okay. We'll come back. Interstate Love Song by Stone Temple Pilots, How You Reminded Me by Nickelback, and Ben Caught Stealing by Jane's Addiction is the encore. Uh, Third Eye Blind sucks. I'm going to go ahead and go on record saying that. Uh, yeah, I don't really listen to them. That I cannot stand Third Eye Blind. Uh, I also can't stand Nickelback, but I think I'm not in the minority there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I fucking... But I'm a huge fan of Jane's I was, Addiction. I was watching... Uh, somebody did a YouTube video on Kirby Star Allies, and he was he was playing it, and he got the he got the mic power up. And when he did the <laughs> one of the things with the... Uh, I think it's like the final one where he has like a mohawk, and he's like screaming into the mic... He did that, and over on the top, he just put, and we all just don't want to be big rock stars. I was fucking dying. Oh, my God. Fucking Nickelback's garbage. <laughs> I will say, though, I've seen Jane's Addiction live. Such a good show. Uh, have I seen them? I saw, I don't think I I saw them at Uproar Festival. Because I'd gone to Uproar to see Coheed and Cambria, but Jane's Addiction, um, I forget. I think they were second to last. But that that was a damn good show. Like Jane's Addiction puts on a show. They were like playing porn on the screen, though. It was weird. They're into some weird shit. But I like the band. Yeah, I don't think I've seen them. Yeah, they are not bad. So next we have Pandora, uh, the Dark Princess of Rock. Expelled from ballet at eight and forcibly removed from the Girl Scouts at ten, she was given a guitar as a last resort. Uh, she soon emerged as a brilliant guitarist with a strong distaste for pastel colors. Uh, while in I know people like this. <laughs> <laughs> These people exist. Um, while in school, she formed the band Haze Machine, which showcased her stunning guitar prowess. Uh, she started a collection of stomp boxes, which now numbers in the hundreds include and includes dozens dozens. Customized just for her. The fuck is a stomp box? Um, I think I know what it is, but let me just. Oh, I think I might know what it is too. It's the thing you step on to change guitar stuff. Nick, neither Nick or I are musicians in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Well, basically, no, our right. last resort was making a podcast. So <laughs> we're not musically inclined. 
so we do this instead where we don't have to be mu- musical, but we sing sometimes in this podcast. You, the you detriment heard of probably our listeners. Yeah, you can. Yeah, sorry. I mean, it's not going <laughs> to stop, but sorry. Um, uh, she markets her own, the aptly named Pandora's Box, which unleashes uh, a horde of demons and pestilence when enraged. Engaged. Engaged. Or enraged. Are you proposing them? I might be. What? I'm sure the Sony's done that. Proposed on a podcast. I've uh, I've heard weddings on a podcast before. <laughs> Again, going back to Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith is a priest in the Church of uh, the the Church of Unity or whatever, yeah. the Universal Church, uh, and he'll marry anyone on their podcast if they got the papers. Uh, and he'll sign it and everything. Uh, and another side note, he makes them recite the Green Lantern Oath. Which is fucking dope. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've I've heard several people get married on podcasts before, but, uh, yeah, that's, I don't know why I know that. <laughs> I mean, I knew, I knew it too. It just, we listen to Kevin, we used to listen to a lot of Kevin Smith, so. Yeah. I'm sure he said it a couple times. I mean, he was kind of, kind of paved the way for popular podcasts yeah it wasn't the first podcast by any means but he definitely definitely, hopped on that ship first yeah he was definitely a pioneer of the uh the media yeah i would think um so back to pandora according to pandora she graduated from the university of alienation with honors god i knew people like this (laughs) like (laughs) that would say shit like this um major label interest and endorsements have propelled her talents and current band uh infection into the spotlight and while Pandora, Pandora prefers the dark, she'll take the fame. In this original Guitar Hero, she uh, appears to be inspired by Darcy Wet- Retsky. Retsky from the Smashing Pumpkins, uh, the Smashing Pumpkins bassist. Uh, in Guitar Hero 2, she appears to be inspired by the glam punk movement, glam rocker Susie Quattro and Nina Hagen. Uh, given her white costume, she appears to be a female female version of several ma- male glam punk stars, such as Punky Meadows, Angel's guitarist, uh, and Brian May, Queen's guitarist. In Guitar Hero 80s, she is now more inspired by the 80s new wave movement, such as Patti Smith, uh, the Scandals singer, along with uh, Jane Windelin, uh, the go-go rhythm guitarist. She may be also inspired by the Cranberries lead singer Dolores O'Riordan. Rest in peace. Yes. Never forget. Never forget. (laughs) Um, Peter Chris, the uh, ex-Kiss drummer, and Eric Singer, the ex-Black Sabbath, ex-Alice Cooper, Kiss... uh, Eric Singer's been in a lot of bands. (laughs) Yeah. Just uh, just a few. Both Catman of Kiss and uh, Darren Malakin uh, from System of Down and Scars on the Broadway, uh, singer and guitarist. However, she uh, came back in Guitar Hero World Tour. Pandora sports more of a goth appearance uh, inspired by bands like Lacrimosa and Nightwish. Um, when she's in her warrior form, she transformed into a warrior-looking elf. Uh, sporting pony ears, shiny gold armor, embellished with red gems on her arms and shoes. She still has uh, her fishnets around her arms, though. 
She also has an unknown symbol on her forehead that resembles the elves. Therefore, her warrior form could be inspired by her Irish roots on the mythical creatures. And finally, her songs in Warrior of Rock are suffocated by Arithian, Ar- Ar- Aranthi. I think. Uh, I'm Ori- not okay. Orianthi, maybe? Orianthi. Yeah, that sounds all right. Uh, I'm Not Okay, I Promise by My Chemical Romance. There's No Secrets This Year by Silver Sun Pickups. Dance Dance by Fall Out Boy. It's Only Another Parsec by RX Bandits. The, feeling, the Feel Good Drag by Amberlin. The Outsider by A Perfect Circle, Savior by Rise Against, by Rise Against, and The Encore is Bodies by Drowning Pool. I'm convinced that last song is a response to It's Raining Men. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it's the canonical sequel. Yeah, the canonical sequel. I don't know. I Out of all the set lists, um, I'm fucking down with hers yeah yeah the i definitely resonate a bit with that because i never quite left my emo phase i don't think any of us did yeah i'm also a weirdly big fan of the song feel good drag by amberlin so uh next up on the list we have lars umlaut uh, lock the doors and board the windows. Lars Umlaut is coming for you. An intimidating presence, the Norwegian-born Umlaut describes himself as a force for you to be doing the reckoning with. After an overwhelmingly warm debut a, a year ago, Lars needed time to cool off. Ready the longboats and crank up the metal, Lars is prepared to reverse the effect of global warming with his Icy World Tour. <laughs> uh, he is inspired by a both from the band Immortal, uh, using Metallica's drummer. Lars Ulrich as a name. His name also recalls the so-called heavy metal umlaut seen with the likes of Motorhead, Queensryche, and Spinal Tap. Uh, with the uh, umlaut over the N in Spinal Tap. <laughs> uh, his face paint is from, is from the typical corpse paint that many black metal artists do on stage and a little bit of Gene Simmons. In his warrior form, Lars takes on the appearance of a half-boar, half-man that is clad in leather and spikes. His songs in Warriors of Rock are Vodman's Heil by Rammstein, I'm Broken by Pantera, Calling by Strung Out, Bloodlines by Death Clock, Dancing Through Sunday by AFI, Hard to See by Five Finger Death Punch, Psychosocial by Slipknot, Ties That Bind by Ulterbridge, Ravenous by Atreyu, and uh, Paranoid, uh, the live version featuring both Metallica and Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, one of these songs is not like the other, and if you guessed AFI, you're right. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like, like what the hell? I don't, I don't know. I, I tried to listen to them all, and I'm like, no, yeah, I just feel like the AFI song doesn't fit. No, it really doesn't. I'm not a huge AFI fan. Um, I saw them live, and they're really good live, but I don't think I'd see them again. I'm yeah. not. I don't care much about AFI. The guy's got a weird voice, but like isn't consistent about his weird voice if that makes any sense like that's why i like coheed and cambria like the the lead singer claudio sanchez is a very strange voice but like it's consistent bagels on the back porch turtle power what are we talking about there's a, i don't <laughs> i don't know what song it is but there's a song by coheed and cambria where there's a part where he sounds like he's saying bagels on the back porch and whenever somebody says go eating Cambria now, all I think of is bagels on the back porch. Because how you said that reminded me about how they say heroes in a half shell. 
in the 80s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon. Yeah. So that's why I said turtle power. <laughs> turtle power. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I wish I knew. I wish I remember what song it was. I was just listening. Somebody just had Cody and Cambry on it one day, and it sounded like he said bagels on the back porch. And I was like, all right. So that's just kind of stuck ever since. Um, I I don't know. I, uh, the guy's got a weird voice, so I don't mean, blame if you, you. If you can tell me what song that is, I'd be great because I fucking not going through their entire catalog to figure it out. So next we have Casey Lynch, a veteran of the tour circuit. Uh, rocker's dirty bass-driven sound and ultra-heavy riffs have influenced budding shredders from Maine to Alaska. Uh, she's tough, she's brash, and she'll break your heart faster than an A-string. Uh, finally embracing her feminine appeal, Casey has risen to the, top, to the status of goddess of rock. When asked by a, uh, a reporter if she had sold out, Casey replied with a roundhouse to the face. Um... Don't worry, I'll I'll pay the medical bill. She uh, she said as a rebuttal. Yeah. Um, she may be based on Linda Liu, uh, lead singer and guitarist of LA band Cockpit. Uh, her name comes from a friend of one of the creators, Casey Lynch, uh, the IEC of IGN.com. Uh, she also seems to be based on Nina Person. Uh, or Kurt Cobain's wife, Courtney Love, of Hole. Um, her warrior form has taken on the appearance of a reptile, probably a snake, based on the, the crown she wears. Her songs in Warriors of Rock are Love Gun by Kiss, No More Mr. Nice Guy by Alice Cooper, Sharp Dressed Man, uh, the live version by CZ Top, Scumbag Blues by Them Crooked Vultures, uh, Feels Like the First Time by Foreigner, uh, Aqua Lung, by uh, Jethro Tull, uh, Move It On, the live version by George Thorogood and the Destroyers, Call Me the Breeze, the live version by Leonard Skinnerd, and Renegade by uh, The Sticks as her encore song. Yeah, I her set list is weird. Yeah. What are you gonna do about I mean, it? They're all fucking weird, but hers is really weird. Uh, finally, we have Axel Steel, which I feel like is like the typical like face for I don't know when I think Guitar Hero, I think Axel Steel. I think Lars Umlaut. Uh, I always picked Lars. He was my rocker of choice. <laughs> rocker. Because corp- I wonder why. Because Corpse Paint is cool. <laughs> um, I don't even like black metal, but I think Corpse Paint is cool. Plus, uh, what's the name? The uh, the name of the band Mayhem. They're a weird band. Mm. They're like Norwegian black metal at its core. Look, I listened to an entire podcast series on Norwegian black metal. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Great series. I think I'm going to listen to it again. But, um, so, uh, we all know Axel Steel is an awesome guitar player and that he's the common thread in the legendary, legendary bands Sidewinder, Helldozer, and Mega Threat. But did you know he got his first guitar out of a pool hall trash bin? but that his first big break came while hauling equipment for Doppelganger. Their guitarist passed out temporarily, and Axel stepped in. Permanently. If he's not tearing into the guitar, Axel says he likes to draw motorcycles and skulls, just like he did in school. His friend and bandmate, Skip Skip Aldaway, says Axel plays guitar so fast that there should be caution labels on his albums. Uh, he represents the heavy metal style in all of the games, more specifically the old school of heavy metal, i.e. the precursors from the 1970s and 80s. 
So like he wears a a uh, denim cut with black shirt. He looks like yeah, he's got long hair. With long hair, he looks like a thrash metal person. Yeah. Uh, in the in his warrior form, Axel becomes a mummy with his torso destroyed, leaving only his spine visible from the chest down. Axel's guitar, uh, Scarface, spelt all weird, resembles a Gibson flying V with a pyramid-like design. Uh, his songs are Pour Some Sugar On Me uh, by Def Leppard Live Version, Jet City, Jet City Woman by Queensryche, Ghost by Slash featuring uh, Ian Astbury, Unskinny Bop by Poison, Modern Day Cowboy by Tesla, You Can Still Rock in America by Night Ranger, Burn by Deep Purple, Indians by Ath- Anthrax, and his encore is fucking Backcountry by Avenged Sevenfold. Hell yeah. So... <laughs> Like, he really is just that generation of metal. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Just embodies that. And that set list makes perfect sense with it. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it's... I also find it funny that the past so the past two episodes we did, we did this Guitar Hero one, and we did Twisted Metal Black last one. We talked a lot about the characters, and both had characters named Axel. For, yeah, for our metal month. It's just Axel's one of those metal names. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I want to be named something cool with an X, like Axel. With an X in it. Like Axel. Like Axel. Yeah, no, they, they do that a lot. Uh, they're just trying to be cool. Uh, but I don't have a problem with it. No, it's fine. It was just funny to point out. And Axels are also in cars, and cars are manly. Yeah. I got an axle in my car. I got an axle in my testosterone. <laughs> God. My t- workplace is so testosterone-based. It's great. <laughs> I it's, mean, yeah, you auto parts. Yeah, I work with auto parts. It's pretty great. But, yeah, it's so... Those are the, the characters that are in Warriors of Rock. In Warriors of Rock, you just fight a demon king with guitars. As you do. As you do with all demon kings. Yeah. Uh, so, that's about it. I was never particularly good at Guitar Hero. Yeah, I think we talked about this on one of the March Metal episodes that we weren't the best at Guitar Hero and all our friends were significantly better because they're all musicians. Yeah. Um, Nick and I are the only ones that aren't musicians, so we made a podcast. So, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I was never good. And did you, did you lean more towards Guitar Hero or Rock Band? I have good memories with Rock Band, but I think I played more Guitar Hero. See, I owned Guitar Hero. I owned a lot of the Guitar Hero games. I never owned Rock Band, but I have a lot of, again, a lot of fun memories of going to friend's house and playing Rock Band. Yeah, Rock Band's a blast. Rock Band aged like a fine wine, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Like, that game, you can still plug in an original copy of Rock Band with all the original equipment, and it's still a fucking blast. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of that uh so that was it was march metal month yeah which is a weird thing we decided about halfway through the second episode yep. of march metal month so hey man whatever yeah, we're just rolling with it i thought it was fun i thought it was really interesting yeah it was a lot of fun we we kind of tackled games that i don't think i would have tackled yeah i don't originally. think we would have talked about guitar hero i don't even think i would have done twisted metal black to be perfectly honest <sighs> yeah and Brutal Legend kind of just happened because I wanted to. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't regret 
diving into March Metal Month. I am kind of looking forward to dealing with something that isn't entirely based on metal music. Yeah. So if you weren't super into metal music or us talking about games based on metal music next month or next month, next week, we are going to be doing something that isn't related to metal. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get back to the the norm, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was I had a lot of fun with March Metal Month. I did too. <laughs> it's pretty fun talking. We're talking a lot about music, which we do sometimes, but not as much. Yeah. And uh, and now we're probably going to a concert together. Oh my god! Tickets go on sale tomorrow. Yeet. Yeet. So yeah, I uh, it was fun. But uh, like we like to end every episode. Nick, what you been playing? Uh, I've been doing my typical Monster Hunter grind. Still chugging away. That makes one of us. Yeah. Uh, I've been putting a lot of hours in that game, and I still haven't felt fatigue yet, so I think that's just a, a tribute to what kind of game that is, oh, in yeah. my opinion. Um, and I've been playing a lot of Kirby Star Allies, trying to go for that 100%. I am at 98%. Fucking hell, dude, I'm at 10. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, I'm I've at, not been playing anything. I'm at, I think literally all I have to do is the boss rush on the hardest mode, and mm, is it hard? Is it? Well, it's, so it's... I, it, Usually, uh, there's a like the past couple of or past decent amount of Kirby games usually have a boss rush mode where you just keep fighting. You have like a room, a break room, and then you keep going into bosses. And the break room has a set number of health items in it, and um, and you can use that. Yeah, sounds like a boss rush. Yeah, you can use them in between. So the the very hard one cuts your health in half, and the health items are like the minimal health items that you get. Like, you know, there's, like, the tomatoes are the big ones, and then, like, the medicine, the whatever you want to call them. But they're not even that. It's, like, they're, like, little fruit. So, uh, they just dropped, uh, the three new dream characters, which is, uh, Gooey Marks and the the three animals from Dreamland 2. Fuck yeah! Um, so I've been trying to use Marks, because I think Marks is secretly broken. I'm gonna have to. I think Spark Marks is secretly broken. Um, so I got to the end, but I, it's just like, it's so much, you have to like not get hit at all because you have like no health and it's such, it's so many fights in a row without a break. It's like, it truly, it, that's when the point where it's like, all right, Kirby's a little hard. It's a little difficult now, Kirby. Yeah. And you go through this entire game. You're like, oh, this is easy as shit. And yeah. This like, game's been really easy. And then you try it a hundred percent it and you're like, all right, Kirby, what the fuck? So that's what I've been doing. Um, I haven't. I've been playing fucking nothing. Uh, I have not had the time. I really legitimately this week have only played Marvel Future Fight. I just had an update to Future Fight, which added a bunch of X-Men into the game. We now have Angel, uh, Colossus, Magic, and Emma Frost. Yeah, I think you mentioned that before. Uh, but uh, now I'm trying to get my X-23 tier 2 and this week alone I've tier 2'd two characters, uh, which tier 2 is the highest you can get them. I tier 2'd Cyclops and Black Panther, because last Friday I, got, I was drinking beverages that, you know, have certain effects on the human body. So I was drunk out of my mind, and I... spent 30 bucks on the game. Oh my god. Uh, and I bought the Black Panther legendary uniform thing. because that, that thing that you once it said was, that you would never get? It was on sale. 
the thing that I'm pretty sure we have recorded on this podcast. I was not sober, Nick. You saying I will never. I ever woke buy up that. the next day and I was I like was playing Future Fight. And I was like, "What the fuck? Why is my Black Panther?" And then he, I just realized what I'd done, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I was like, "I'm so mad. I spent money." Other Josh, what were you thinking? And then you just pan over to other Josh, and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Just maniacally laughing. So I, I well, I, and I, I checked, because I was like, I didn't spend 50 bucks on this thing. And it was on sale. So at least I didn't spend 50 bucks on the thing. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I have fucking my Black Panther tier tooed, I guess. <laughs> so... With a legendary uniform on, so whatever. And then I, I also got the new uniforms for Wolverine and Cyclops. But I am so close to tier twoing my X twenty three. Uh, and once I get her tier twoed, I'm gonna have a boss ass team because I have a bunch of uh, items I'm gonna put on her that'll increase her health regen even more and increase her damage output. So then I'm basically gonna replace my Hulk with X twenty three because I'm hoping to get my X twenty threes damage regen to the point that Wolverine's is. So then I'll have a team that's Wolverine, Thanos, and X-23. So feeling it. Boom. Uh, now I'm just waiting for the next update, which I suspect will be Infinity War. Probably, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all, literally all I've been playing. Not because I have just been sitting down and playing a lot of Future Fight, but because it's on my phone and I can use it. Uh, but I've been so busy with other shit. Uh, but I wasn't busy enough to visit D&D Corner. Yes. Head on over to D&D Corner. Blue Skidoo weekend, too. So we ended our campaign yesterday, or our first campaign yesterday. Yes. Um... We decided amongst ourselves we we're going to do a soft reset because bro doesn't have the time to do an original, or our DM doesn't have the time to do an original campaign. He has a lot of work right now, and he just can't. So we, he picked up a campaign book, and we're going to be doing one of the D&D campaign books, which is fine. Like, those books are great. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to how he tackles it. Uh, he made the decision on doing the uh, Storm King's Thunder which is all based on giants, which if you knew our DM, you'd know, yeah, that makes about, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but that didn't mean that we didn't have a session last night uh, on our last leg of our adventure. Uh, we took the bodies back to town. Uh, we went into the crematorium. Uh, there was no one in there. We keep going and we ended up fighting some devils. We fought some, we fought that. some, we fought some fire nagas before that, that yeah. were created by the devils. Yes. So, and then we fought some devils. Now, if you don't know anything about D&D, devils are hard. Yes. Uh, and we were not ready to fight these things. Nope. But I think it was more because our dungeon master wanted to have some fun. Yeah, and we were going to end anyways. So, we so were gonna... just like, I'm going to try and kill them. Yeah, and succeeded. But we need to talk about what happened before he did that. Oh, my so God. So, we're in a room with a bunch of devils. And also, the other thing. So, I'm going to break it down for the, the non-D&D people out there. Devils and demons are different in Dungeons and Dragons. Demons are uh, chaotic evil, while devils are lawful evil. The difference being is you can reason with a devil. You can't reason with a demon. So we're fighting devils. Now, we had our bard, 
talk to the devils mm. because our bard had chosen her instrument at the beginning of the game, like we all do, and she had chosen a fiddle. And there was no way we were not going to pressure her into trying to do a devil went down to Georgia style musical duel with these devils. Yes. So she rolled for it and rolled a not fucking 20. Yep. And it, we all, for that was the first time we freaked out. Yeah. Because um, that's just ridiculous. Because it itself. was perfect. Uh, and the devils said, no, we are still going to kill you, but... Yeah, they're like, we don't play instruments, but goddamn, is that impressive. But goddamn, that was, was that impressive. So she was buffed the entire time, uh, which was really cool. Uh, and probably why we survived as long as we did. Yeah, because she had double health. But we... We ended up wiping, which is fine. Now, we need to talk about the last moments of this. Yeah. So... In the background, while we usually play, we usually just have generic fantasy music playing, like from video games, from movies, from whatever, just because it sets a good mood. Uh, and I had a playlist going, and the name of the playlist is Holy Shit Epic Music. <laughs> uh, so I would found it, I don't know, at this point, a couple of years ago on Spotify. It's just like 1,400 songs of just soundtracks and cool, cool music. So I was just kind of rolling through while we were battling. And so the song, The Kraken, from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies came on. You don't know the song off the top of your head. I recommend listening to it. Yes. Because it'll make a lot more sense as to why we were hyped this entire time. Uh, if not, we'll try to break it down a little bit. But we're, we're fighting and dying as organ music is playing in the background. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the song, like it, the organ music gets really heavy. And at this point, three of us are dead. Yeah. Like dead, dead. Like dead, dead. Like not coming back. And two of, and the, uh, the other two are, no, there's down. six of us playing, right? There's five. Oh three yeah. Of us were down. Three of us were down. dead. Two of, three of us were dead. Two of us were down. And, um, we were getting towards the end of the song. We had, oh, I forgot to mention your coolest thing. We, um, were fighting a she devil and a chain devil. Yes. Now, Nick plays a human sorcerer and well, our dungeon master went to the bathroom. So we were all conspiring. We, <laughs> um, had come to the conclusion we were going to use a spell on him because nick has a spell that changes elemental damage and he was like it's a chain demon it's going to conduct electricity i'm going to use lightning as my thing yeah so we were actually able to kill the chain devil because you got extra hit rolls yeah every time you got two extra hit rolls on it yeah because like the first time uh because everybody's like you're gonna you're gonna ask the dm i was like no i'm not gonna say it until like i roll my damage so i rolled my damage and i was like i don't know i forget whatever the number was so i was like oh let's say like 20 something damage of a light of 20 something of lightning damage to the metal to the devil covered in metal chains and just looks at me and goes okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was awesome we, and then we all were like yelling uh so the the battle's coming to an end we have two people unconscious the She-Devil's still alive, and the rest of us are dead. So the She-Devil is going around and finishing everyone off while they're unconscious. 
just as the music is dying, the end of the song, The Kraken, from the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, apparently ends with a heartbeat slowing down and stopping. I don't know if Bro timed it. I have to guess he did. Because he killed our last party member as the last heartbeat went. It was, I it have was, not seen more perfect timing it was so in my life. fucking perfect. I, Nick and I, we all freaked out. It was so much fun. Oh my god. Like, I've never been so excited to die in something. <laughs> it was so damn cool. Uh, it was, that whole like, thing was perfect. And like, even like, when people were down, like, our ranger had like, two two saving misses and two saving like successful saving throws so, so she had like, she had one more or or else she was like dead, it was dead. a make it a break it roll and like this is when the organs were blaring and yeah. she rolls and she like she rolled like a 15 or something yeah like, and she got back up we were like yeah we were it was oh god we were yelling to organ music it was fucking awesome it was so exciting i i had so much fun with that yeah i have so much more respect for that theme song now yeah dude i have not given a damn about that, but now, like, it's up there for me. Yeah. That was a great ending. They even were so even though we wiped, it was so much fun the entire time. It was so much fun. So now we're doing a soft reset uh, into a new campaign. Uh, bro said, our dungeon master said we could carry our characters e- over even though he killed us all. Um, so some of us are going to carry our the characters over, some of us aren't. Uh, but we're going to scale our characters up and down as uh, appropriate. So, yeah, it's. I'm curious to see what new adventures we have in front of us. Yes. Uh, but that was so damn fun last night. <laughs> oh, it was so fun. Uh, yeah, so that was Dungeon, Dungeons & Dragons Corner. Uh, reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter. We are on both Instagram and Twitter. Fuck, I fucked that up. I say the same thing every week. What up? What do I say every week? You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. We uh, uh no. You can find us on social media. We are on both Instagram and Twitter <laughs> at Navi underscore Tales. Again, that is at Navi underscore Tales. <laughs> Send us pictures of your Pirates of the Caribbean collection. We all know you have it. We all know you have it. And don't tell me you stopped after the Black Pearl. Because we all know you didn't. Because we all know you didn't. Uh so. <laughs> Now that I forgot my fucking exit, we'll we'll see you next time, I guess. Um, before, oh yeah, before we go, uh, so when this episode premieres, uh, it'll be the first day of PAX East, uh, of which we will be at not on Thursday. Not the first day. Not the first day. The first day is a Thursday. We won't be there then. Uh, we will be there. Me and Josh will both be there on Saturday. I will be there Saturday and Sunday. Um. If you want to meet up with us, um, give us a shout. Give us a shout out on our social medias. DM us, tweet at us, whatever. We'll try and work something out if that is what people are interested in. If not, expect an extra sode when we come back. We, yeah, we are going to be doing an extra sode on cool things and we're not gonna cool try things and, we saw at PAX. Yeah, we're going to try and play a decent amount of games, primarily indie games. Those usually are usually uh, easier to to do more of. Um, and I think they're more interesting to talk about. Um, so yeah, we'll be, we'll be taking a couple of notes on our, on our journey and we'll just sit down and talk about our entire experience. So look forward to that. But, uh, yeah, I think that's about, that's yeah, about that it. Be it. 
So, uh, until next time, guys. Love you. Bye. Dance, dance. Um, okay, I'm back. Uh, his name also recalls the so-called heavy metal umlaut seen with the likes of Motorhead, uh, Tur, uh, Tur, I'm not saying that one. I don't know why I did that. I typed it, uh, and there's no way I'm saying that. Yeah. So we're going to skip that one, but I know where the umlaut's supposed to be in that one. Um, <laughs> Queensryche and, uh, pe 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 parad parad par I'm starting this whole sentence over. Okay. Scumbag Blues by Them Crooked Vultures. Um, That's crooked. Them Crooked Vultures. That's how you spell crooked. <laughs> no, that's fine. It's just a Joy-Con. I bought new Joy-Cons. I was going to say, they're not attached to your Switch. I bought the blue ones. They look. Are they both blue? Yeah. They look really good. <laughs> I know. I really want, like, colored ones. I bought the blue ones, and I don't regret it. Like the only like, show you after <clears throat> like um if if like I could have gotten like the neon one that first came out like when when the f switch first released it was like the gray ones that we have and then the neon ones yeah. if I could have gotten the neon ones hands down I would have gotten the neon ones um but, I wouldn't have because I didn't like how they were asymmetrical I I didn't care I liked I liked I got the black on because I had a choice. I got the black ones because I wanted them to both be the same color. So now that they released the blue ones, mm -hmm. I can get them both the same color. So. And I wasn't really feeling the neon green when they came out with that. That yellowish green. Yeah. What, what else is there? Like orange? Uh, they have Splatoon colors. They have a red, a neon red, and a neon blue. I'll grab my switch and show you. Yeah, I'm going to look up the colors. Every color Wait. Nintendo Switch Joy-Con controller plus customizable options. <clears throat> Holy shit. Oh, this is just like... There's gray, neon red, blue, red and blue, neon yellow, neon pink and green, yeah, Super Mario red. Yeah, see, I, like, I dig the fuck out of that. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I don't, want, I don't want covers. Yeah. They weren't fucking cheap, though. Yeah, aren't they, like, fucking... 80 bucks, bucks each! Each? No, no, like, for a pair. Oh, okay. 80 bucks! Oh, there was per fucking... No, fuck that. ...wiggle. No, it's 40 bucks per wiggle. Still. A wiggle. That's, like... The pro, the pro controller is, like, 70. That's, like... I mean, I know yours were, like, having issues. I was having See, issues. See, I kind of dig the neon red, neon blue. But whatever. Neon red, neon blue, neon yellow, green and pink, which is Splatoon. Are these like like legit Nintendo ones? What are they? They're clear. I don't think so. No. They're clear and the the buttons are like the SNES colors, like Ooh. yellow, green, I fuck blue, with that, red. but if they're not official, I don't want them. Yeah, I don't think they're. I don't need the Mad Cats fucking Joy-Cons. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, I think I'd really like the blue one. I mean, the red ones are cool too. Um, 
I like the blue and red combination. I don't know. The the asymmetrical thing doesn't really bother me. I mean, that if much. you buy multiple, you can do it. Well, yeah, but then that's like fucking one sixty. Yeah, but I don't know. I I like just the exclusive blue. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably do that or the red. The red's kind of cool too. But I don't know. I was just like tired of dealing with that issue. Where like I'd be playing fucking payday and my guy would just slowly look up. <laughs> I just laughed and sneezed at the same time. That was a weird experience for me. A little bit. <laughs> I might pick up the that guy's everything. Xanthar. Yeah. Look at it first. I think Volos is a lot more interesting to go through. Volos has actually the extra races and stuff. Xanthar's Xanthar's guide kind of has a lot of dungeon master stuff in it, uh -oh. and a lot of class stuff in it. Depends on what you want to do, I guess. I mean, I, I bought both. <laughs> I know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to buy both because money, but... The reason... Look, if you want to be a fucking... Uh, a fucking Storm Tempest Berserker or a Storm Tempest Barbarian Goliath, you need both. Goliath is a race for from Volos, and the Storm Tempest is a class from Xanthar's. Uh, but if you want to be a human and then do that stuff, if you want to like continue with your character and maybe go down a different path of what you want to do as your sorcerer, yeah, Xanthar's is going to be more helpful for you. Okay. But, uh, I mean, I like Volos because I'm more interested in playing other races. So... I don't know, we'll see. I'll, uh, I guess I'll do you more. You can look through mine. Yeah, I'll do more more deep into it. I'm probably going to buy Curse of, or, um, Curse of Strauss or whatever, Stroud. The the campaign book? Yeah, the vampire campaign book. Vampires! I really want to run that. Vampires, vampires. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like the levels are a lot more quieter than they usually are, but I haven't touched anything and they're usually this, and everything's the same. I don't know. I guess it's not terrible. They're not fucking peaking anything, so it'll probably be fine. I mean, as long as we're not peaking. I mean, I can make us peak. Ah! Oh, no, you, you make us peak all the fucking time. Yeah, see, exactly. Like, I ain't worried about making us peak because I do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, like, real good at it. <laughs> I'm, like, real good at it. I'm real good at it. Ah! Um, 